You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining us for session 10. I am so excited for you to dive into this session because I really think that this is the stuff that doesn't get shown. This is honestly why I did this podcast is because there are times when things are gonna feel frustrating and difficult and challenging. And if we move through those times, the good stuff is on the other side, but I really want you to dive into this podcast and not only give yourself permission to have those bad times, but also know that you're not the only one. Sometimes I think when we can have the perspective that it's not just us that experiences it, that everybody that's creating success experiences this on our way, it makes it so much easier to move through. So I hope this is a super useful episode and I'm excited for us to dive in. How you doing? Good. What's going on? Um, so a lot of mindset work. It's been great. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because I know like I've been working on this forever. It feels like, but, (laughs) and so how I'll get is like, I'll do it for a week. And that's kind of where I am now where I'm like, oh, it feels so good. So Mm -hmm. I'll start something else where now it's like, no, I'm consistently going to stay with it. But I see how like I get feeling better. And I think it's time to stop when like, I think the magic's going to happen is because I'm making it a routine. No, totally. I think that like the way I like to think of mindset work is it's basically like almost like a vitamin or something, right? It's like you don't realize that it's making you feel better, but then as soon as you stop taking them, you're like, dang, I feel really bad. And then it takes time for the the dose of the vitamin to like build back up in your system and then you feel good again, and then you stop taking it. So it's like this whole thing where it's easy to go back and forth, but then once you're like, I'm just gonna take this thing every day for the next year, and then you consistently feel good, you're like, Mm, I see what happened there, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So cool. So what's kind of been coming up for you in doing that? Is there anything you want to like process through or share around that? Um, I just think that like happy magic has been great because it's, you know, the one goal and you're working on it forever. Yeah. And so that's been really great. I've also, um, so the affirmations from there and then just affirmations we've been working on, I've put into an app that I just listen to all the time. And I think that's really helping too, because it's actually in my own voice where I had recorded a lot of, a lot of affirmations like months ago. And when I just started re-listening to them, I was like, oh my goodness, I sound like miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Like no wonder why. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got like, I've, I've erased a lot. I've gone and like redone them. And so really, I think a big takeaway for me was like, you know, affirmations and visualization and journaling, like I've always done that, but it's kind of like, you know, having these affirmations, but listening to them and actually like believing myself, like, you know, being able to believe the voice behind Mm -hmm. the app, I think has really been a big takeaway because it's like, oh, wow, like that, it just makes me feel so good. They should use that for marketing. That was very good how you just said that, (laughs) believe the voice behind the app, but no, totally. I think that, um, that that sort of is why mindset work can be difficult in a sense because 
sometimes it takes a while for us to believe it. Like we say something and it feels like bullshit. And then we say it again and it still feels mm-hmm. like bullshit. And then it doesn't until the 15th time, does it like mildly stop feeling like bullshit and on and on, right? Until you're like, oh, I just fully believe this. But I think just like kudos to you because that's the part that most people tap out on, right? Is they're like, oh, this isn't working, by Because we're all looking for that quick fix, right? And the realization is like, there really isn't one except to just keep doing it every day. But it is a quick fix when you actually do it every day. It's so funny how that is, right? Yeah. So one thing I really want to underscore here is that consistent mindset work is so important because it's preventative and it's what yields the biggest results. If we only use mindset work when we're feeling bad, then we only ever keep bringing ourselves back up to baseline. And it's like, okay, baseline, I feel good enough to move forward. I feel good for a little bit. Then something happens, you know, externally, I start to take a dip. Then I have to do the mindset work to come back up. And so I want you to think of mindset work as like a daily vitamin. Like if you do it that way, it becomes preventative. You don't have as many dips and you get to move further and further faster instead of always having to have the dip come back up to baseline. Like what if we could go way above baseline? Like what if we could really make it so that you felt amazing and in belief and good most of the time? That's what consistent mindset work does. So permission to have to do that and permission to not be required to always feel good without it. Just like you don't have to always feel good without the right nutrition and vitamins. So the point is do your consistent mindset work and you will see massive results. Keep stop starting and it will always feel like you're just getting back up to baseline. Yeah. So I I definitely feel like that. Like, so um, I've been doing mindset work a lot. I mean, I'm still showing up and doing everything. We've also been talking about the, um, the live stream challenge that I'll be doing and it's, it all feels really good. It all feels really good. I'd be lying if I said I still wasn't impatient, but the one thing that I caught myself thinking a couple days ago was, um, I was like, oh shoot, like we're like halfway done. And then I was like, I instantly got so happy, Lacey, where I was like, imagine what's going to happen in this last half. Like, and it was like, just being able to go there was just amazing for me. Cause that's different from like any way I've ever felt. Normally I'd be panicking. Totally. I was, it's so funny that you thought what you said, because I was going to say the same thing, which is like, impatience isn't necessarily bad, right? Like that in and of itself, like that, like, I want to like, you know, I'm a horse in the starting gate and I want to like make this happen. Like that feeling isn't bad. Where impatience is bad is when we use it to beat ourselves up the whole time. Yeah. Right. So before when you were feeling impatient, most of your thoughts were going to because I suck and because I'm not ready and because I don't know enough and because I should have done it faster and like on and on and on. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now they're like going to, oh, because I'm really ready to do this and look at how much I've grown in nine sessions. Imagine what's possible in the next. Like it really turns the table. Right. Yeah. So I think like just letting yourself notice that like the feeling of impatience in and of itself is like a great thing. You can use that energy if that makes sense. Right. You just have to filter for like, is it making me feel worse or more excited? And I love that you're saying it's more excited, right? Yeah. And, you know, here, here's the next thing too is like, and I think you're saying this is true, so you tell me, but like you, you kind of are at this point where like the stuff like just all kind of clicked. And I don't mean that in like a, oh, it just happened kind of way, but like 
in the sense of like, this is probably the first week where you can genuinely say like consistently, like I've been really consistent with my marketing, really consistent with my mindset, really consistent with showing up fully, right? Yeah. I think so often we think of impatience as a bad thing. And what I really want to point out here that impatience really isn't bad. It's what the story and feeling you create around it is. If I'm impatient and the story I create around that is, okay, it's time to own my success and go take action and I'm excited about that, that's great. If you're in impatience and the story is because I'm terrible at this or because it's not good enough and it's never going to be good enough and then it stops you from moving forward or taking action, well, that's the problem, right? So if you're feeling impatient, it's not like, how do I get rid of this impatience necessarily? It can be a driver. It can be a good thing. But you really have to pay attention to what's the story and feeling you create around it and then what action do you take from that story feeling? So impatience in business sometimes moves us forward really fast, but it can also be the thing to keep you really, really stuck. So pay attention to what your experience of impatience is. And if it's not serving you, it's time to change it. Does that feel true? Yeah, it does. Um, to have the whole combination. Cause I think like we've talked about is it's been like, you know, one or the other two and not the other mm-hmm. one. So it is, it's like how last time when I was like, Oh, I just want to be, you know, like a 10 where you're like, no, just be like a consistent five, <laughs> like on all levels. And that's fine. And so it really is. It's not like going above and beyond all the time. It's like consistency, but on every single thing. Totally. So like, I I completely agree with you in the what's possible because now that you have this foundation set where it's like, okay, I really see how I can like do this marketing consistently and make that happen. I really see how mindset's not going anywhere. So I'm going to just do this consistently on top of it. That's the springboard for everything else that like supercharges things in your business, like a challenge or more live streams or more videos or more calls or whatever other thing we want to do, right? Yeah. So I just want you to give yourself so much credit for like, getting that far to the point where you're like not fighting with yourself or not like you said, like getting two out of the three or whatever, but where you're like, I just can see how I can consistently do all this moving forward. And, you know, you've removed like the other business. And like, I think you're in a really, really good spot. It's just sort of like, it takes us a while, although not that long, if you think about it, right. But it can take us a while to be like, I have to stop making this so much harder on myself. right? Yeah. And it's funny because I mean that, and then there was one other thing where you, yeah, making it harder and then not being happy with any decision. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'll catch myself when I'm like in the moment and I'll be like, oh, I'm doing this to myself. Like, it's actually not that bad. (laughs) Yes. When you're like, any decision feels like a bad one kind of thing. Yeah, totally. I love that. Okay. So We definitely want to talk about the challenge today for sure. I know we talked about some promo posts and stuff like that in Basecamp. What else do you want to kind of dive into? What else is on your mind? Um, so like to be honest, okay. So like the challenge, but then to be honest, like, just like, where do I go from here? And I know it's going to be the consistent work and Mm -hmm. everything, but it's like, I just, I'm really fired up right now. I want to use it to the best of my ability. Totally. So let's answer that first. So then the challenge portion makes sense, right? So I'll just give you like a macro view of what I see for you. And then you tell me like what feels true, what feels untrue, what feels clear, what feels not clear. Cool. Okay. So I think that when we get that fired up energy, our tendency is to go what else, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where we like can shoot ourselves in the foot in business. And what I want you to do is to go, 
how can I go deeper? Right? So you have these things set up, like you have a funnel, you have calls, you have a challenge, you have content, you have relationship building, like you can see fundamentally, and you've said this a ton on here, or on here, um, in our calls is like, this idea that relationship building is like what lights you up. It's what makes you happy, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So when you get to that, where do I go from here point? It's such a powerful and empowering way to look at is to go, I go deeper on all the stuff I'm already doing. Okay. Right. So if I, as an example, if I'm like, well, where do I go from here? I'm going to put out some fucking killer content this week. Maybe I'll even write extra content this week or I'm going to get on video every day this week and like really build that relationship more. I'm going to like go engage with like every person in my group. I'm going to, right? But it's like you're doing it within the containers you've already created instead of going and creating more containers, right? And this is what most people do is they'll go create more containers and then they're still half doing everything. They're like, yeah, 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 check. I got my five posts out this week. But like, did you go deep? Like, are you really like mastering that? Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's like more to do, but I want you to just do it within the context of what you already have going. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. What kind of comes up for you when I say that just on a high level? Are you like, I don't even know what that means or like that feels good or that feels kind of frustrating? Like what pops up for you? No, it's really good. It's actually funny because I was just thinking like, Oh, wow. Um, I haven't done a video in a little while. And like, I know I really love doing videos, but for whatever reason, it's just the first thing that gets pushed aside when I've got other things to do. So I'm excited about that. And then engaging with people in my group, that was actually one thing that I wanted to do was like reach out and like build these relationships again. So I think by making it a priority and knowing that like that is an important step, um, it's fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know if if you're like a super visual person, but like I'm, I think I've said that too a couple of times, but I like do really well with like visuals and visual reminders and things like that. Right. So what you could almost do is like draw this out for yourself. Like, right. Like you could literally picture like your people buying one-on-one from you as kind of the center hub. And then like, what pops out from there? Like my Facebook group, my calls, challenges, videos, more content, right? Yeah. But like you want to make sure it's all revolving around this hub, so to speak, right? Yeah. Which is why it's that idea of going deeper, not wider, right? So it's not like what else can we throw out there? It's like how do all roads lead to this one central point, right? Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. And the central point, quite honestly, might not even be your program. It might be calls sales calls, assessment calls, whatever, right? It's like all roads lead to someone getting on the phone with you. Yeah. This is one thing I teach my clients all the time is go deeper on the strategy you already have instead of wider. Meaning if your strategy is content and relationship building and calls and you have this funnel like Monica does, right? You absolutely have to go deeper on that instead of going wider. And so what I mean by that is How can I create more amazing content? How can I connect with even more people? That kind of mentality versus like, cool, I'm like baseline doing that. What else? What else? What else? Right? Because that's when we never get fully 
in and amazing at our current strategy. So if you're feeling that tendency or if you notice that pattern in yourself to always do like whatever you feel like you're supposed to do baseline for the strategy and then create a hundred other strategies, you're never really getting the full effects of it. So if you have more time and you want something else to do in your business or you're ready to create more results, the first thing to do is go deeper on the strategy you currently have before you go wider. Because that's truly going to be your difference maker right now, right? And so it's not to like say like, oh my God, the calls are the most important thing, but it's just like, we know the call is the step before them paying you, right? Yeah. So if I can see how me doing a video should lead to a call, me engaging in my group more should, me engaging in other groups, me putting out more videos. I think I already said that one. You get my point. (laughs) I want you to see how the system works together. Does that make sense? It does. And so when you see how the system works, then you can see what your areas are to go deeper in it, right? In fact, I think there's even a a sheet I can tag you in in Value Centered Sales that actually walks you through kind of like writing this all out. Okay. I'll make a little note to myself. Um, But it's going to help you see where the gaps are, so to speak. So if you're like, oh, well, like, the gap is in my content. I'm really just doing bare minimum. So if I want to do more, I could go put out videos, right? Okay. Does that feel like easy to kind of think about it? Does it feel like you're just not giving yourself time to think about it? Like what kind of pops up for you there? No, it does. And I mean, I have so many good ideas start away. Like I'll go every weekend. So we go to our cabin on the weekend. I get super inspired and I'm like, obsessively writing notes in my phone and it's like and then I come back and it's like okay back to the schedule reality but it's like if I looked at my phone I could probably make 30 videos right now based on these like <laughs> like ideas that I've had totally um well I think two things come up for me there number one is like kudos to you because do you remember there was a time where you were going to the cabin and I would get like a panic <laughs> message on like Sunday or Monday morning, like, oh my God, what's wrong with my life? Basically, I'm kidding, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Not my life, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Sunday night at 9.30. Yep. And now you're like, oh, I go to the cabin. I get like super inspired. So it is just about figuring out like, how are you leveraging that inspiration? So one thing we had talked about last time that I want to talk about again, because I think it's really applicable to the, where do I go from here piece, but is like, how's scheduling going? Like what time are do we actually have for the business? What time are we putting in? Is the scheduling feeling better when we're kind of, we had talked last week about putting it all together. Like, how's that going? Cause I think as far as like, what can I do next? That's a really important part because what I don't want to have happen is then we start throwing all these new things. Like now you're going to do videos every day and then you're just back to overwhelm central. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the schedules, scheduling has been good. I have um, I have room. Like I, like today I clean the house again. I think I've cleaned the house every week for like two weeks, which <laughs> is amazing, but it's like, okay. So when it comes time to working, it's, um, like I'll have my content, I'll have my promo posts. I'll have like be building relationships, reaching out, doing that kind of thing. But then I don't really schedule any time for, you know, co- like leveraging that inspiration on that, you know, those areas that I did, it's kind of like just the, like, things that I'm already doing. So I think that's a good idea. Well, I think that you're in this like interesting place. And I feel like, um, I want to just kind of like talk to this like dichotomy of like, 
you really do need a schedule and you need to know what you need to get done because you're running two businesses, still your mom, you're, you know, living life, right? But mm-hmm. I think that on the other front, we we can so quickly end up running a to-do list and not running a business. Okay. Does that make sense when I say that where it's like, check, I got my promo post out, check, I got my content written and check, I got my email sent. Now what? Yeah. And we're running like a to-do list mentality, not a business mentality, right? Yeah. I think we've like briefly touched on that before, but I really want you to think about like, how am I scheduling time to be a CEO each week? Okay. And the CEO might be leveraging the inspiration, but how am I taking time to think about my business from a bigger level? I will tell you that's one of the single things that has impacted me the most in growing my business is to step back from the worker bee mentality and step into the like, where are we going mentality, right? One thing I see a lot of entrepreneurs do that gets them really stuck is that they stop running a business and they start running a to-do list. So instead of being really like in their business and present and the CEO of it, they're just running a to-do list. Like, check, I posted my stuff. Check, I set up my website. Check, I checked email today. Whatever, they're not really in it in the sense of being like, what actually needs to get done to move the business forward today? Am I actually thinking about it on a high level? Are the actions I'm taking something that I'm fully in and are they creating results that move us forward, right? So if you find that you've kind of gotten into the pattern of running a to-do list and not a business, it's really time to change that and to add some of that higher level CEO thinking into it because not only will that get more done that moves you forward, but it will also feel better. It will feel like you are present and engaged and doing the right actions instead of feeling like you just have this endless to-do list to check off that we can become really like frustrated and detached from. So remember, run a business, not a to-do list. Okay, I love I love how you how you said that cuz yeah, you get so stuck in like the busy day-to-day and you know, like I'm often thinking about my goals and looking, but you don't step out and like, you know, see the bigger picture by standing outside of it. Exactly, because that's when I don't know if this feels true for you, so I don't want to like project, but you tell me if it does, just because I think it's normal. It can feel like, but what am I doing with all this? Like, what's the end game? Like, where are we going? Where do we, it, it, kind of even what you asked before, where do we go from here, right? Yeah. And usually when we're having that thing, it's because we aren't even seeing how our business fully works. We're not even seeing how all the pieces connect together. We're not even seeing the thousand foot view, right? Okay. Yeah. Does that feel true or kind of? a little bit, a little bit not. No, it does. So I feel like that's some of the missing piece here. But what I want to give you credit for, because I think it's so important, because I know you're quick to be like, dang, how'd I miss that, right? (laughs) But what I want to give you credit for is that this is actually the next step. It's not the first step. Meaning like sometimes we just have to like head down, know we can get shit done and trust ourselves to do it head down, know we can be consistent and trust that we're going to show up for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. And then we have to step back and look at the big picture to make sure we take that day-to-day work where we want it to go. Right. Yeah. It's almost like you could think of it from like a gym kind of thing or like yoga, like base level. I just have to like, know I can go to yoga every week and trust myself to show up for that. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Then I might be like more particular about like what classes are getting me to the next level. What's the plan? What's my actual goal here? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you've done the baseline consistent, like I require the mindset. I have the strategy. I'm executing consistently work. And now your next step is to get into the like, okay, so what does this really look like? Right. Where are we going with this? What is all this leading toward? Does that make sense? Yeah. So what comes up for you when I ask those like higher level questions? Like obviously I answered it for you on a bigger level, but what comes up for for you particularly there? Um so I guess what's coming up is um just getting more calls cuz I feel like like I know I wasn't doing any justice for myself which how, when I was selling those intensive calls and I've been, you know, that's been part of what I've been doing is like rehearsing it, going over it, getting real comfortable and sold on it. And so I'm excited to do that because I think that's going to be a big piece. And one of the things I keep thinking about is like, okay, we need to get clients and it's, and you know, and that's going to be the step. And so I just really need to book calls to start that process all over again. Yeah. Do you feel like you've pulled back from doing that or what, what comes up for you there? So it's funny. It's like, I work on one thing. So for instance, before it was like land calls, like my only goal was calls, 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 and I get them. And then it's like, Oh shoot, I'm not converting. And so it's like, every time I work on something, it's like that works, but then I let off somewhere Mm -hmm, else. So mm -hmm, it's almost mm -hmm. like it's not building on top of each other. It's always like, I'm just focusing in. So now where it was like, you know, mindset and getting sold on the package, it was like, Oh, shoot, like, I'm not booking the calls, because I feel like I'm not focusing much there. When you say focusing, I mean, because I think I I hear what you're saying, but I just want to make sure I fully understand. Do you mean like just mentally in terms of like what you're putting your energy toward? Or do you also mean practically in terms of like even putting out posts for them or even making a call to action around them? Uh, It's it's mentally, definitely, because I am doing the promo post. Yeah, so I think that um, what I would say, and and again, I think that this is all a bit of a theme today, is I I really think that that piece of seeing how it all works together is going to be a big game changer because Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to see like, well, I can't practice conversions if I don't have calls. Okay. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I can't get a client if I'm not getting people on the phone. I can't da 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 da, right? And so then when you're kind of like putting your attention to something, you can make sure you're putting it to the right place, if that makes sense. Yeah. And at the right time. So what I mean by that is like the right time to focus on conversions is like taking mm-hmm. that 15 minutes before a call and really getting in the right headspace, right? Yeah. The right time to focus on calls is when you're like out there and building relationships and putting out content and writing, right? Yeah. So it's almost like when you see the bigger picture, you know when to put your energy where versus like, again, kind of running the to-do list where it's like, yeah, yeah, I posted the promos, but (laughs) I've barely even thought about calls, right? Yeah. So when you say like you get super focused, like, is that something that's always been true for you? Do you feel like it's just a distraction? Do you feel like it's just hard to kind of bounce back and forth? Like what kind of comes up there? You know what? I don't know. It's like, I reflecting on it and being like, Oh wow. Like, you know, I'll, I'm focusing so much on, you know, the mental part right now and then not the calls. And it's just very weird for me not to be able to have it all. Like I find 
I find like that's probably one of the hardest things starting this coaching business is like having such a hard time because usually you know things come super easy for me like I'm usually not very bad at you know many things that I do so I think that's it's just a weird feeling for me totally um this is going to be an annoying thing to say (laughs) but you know feel free to tell me if it's annoying AF but I think like we we keep landing on this place a little bit and I'm not saying it to to say that like why are we here I'm saying it to say like yeah it makes sense because I think that you have really formed a bit of a story for you where like things don't come that easily for you here Mm -hmm. this is much harder this does take a lot more effort right Mm -hmm. and so what are that what are the actions and outcomes that come from that right well, I'm going to feel like I have to focus really hard on the thing I'm focusing on because I'm going to have to get really good at it because I'm really bad at it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where like in your other business, there probably wasn't that level of pressure. Like, oh man, I'm so bad at like whatever, managing this one person. So I'm going to spend a month thinking about managing this person. Like you were just like, I'll figure it out. It's fine, right? Yeah. So I think that like seeing the big picture is really important. And then I think in, in the terms of that is being able to kind of like relax into it where like, you know what you need to work on, but it's not this, like the intensity is not there with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that feel possible? Does that feel like really hard? Are you like, Oh, I'm just feeling so much pressure around it. Or is it like, I'm not even feeling the pressure. I just feel like I can't get it right. Or what kind of comes up there? No, I'm not feeling the pressure. I know that something's got to give. And so it's, it feels fine. Like it's just a matter of doing it right. For sure. And I think that it's really up to you at the end of the day, right? Like you can keep kind of like telling yourself or putting that pressure on that, like you're probably going to get it wrong. And I think like the end of the day, you've, come a really long way and you're probably going to get it right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so you can kind of relax into that. Like you're not stopping. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're not quitting tomorrow. It's not going bad. Nothing's happening. Like I can just lean into this again. And like, not that I'm not going to watch myself, but I'm certainly not going to do it in a way that makes it so that I can't even focus on anything else in any given week because I'm watching myself so hard on a particular issue, right? Yeah. So when we say like watching yourself, does that feel really true? Yeah. And like just focusing in on that one area, definitely. Mm-hmm. And and so when you say things have always come easy to me in other areas, which I think is really interesting because I feel like a lot of people feel like that and they come into online business and they're like, what the hell? Why does this feel different? Oh my gosh, I know so many of my clients and so many high achieving women that feel like, you know, things have always come easy for me in other areas, right? And personally, that was an experience for me too. Like school had always come easily to me. I had always been really good at things. It was always easy to kind of like do what I was expected to do and check the box, right? And so it's so difficult when we get into entrepreneurship where results aren't linear and sometimes success comes really quickly and sometimes um, it comes a little bit more slowly and you kind of can't predict it all because at the end of the day, you're building something that's never been built before. It's not like being in a college course with the syllabus, right? Now, I think some 
uh, online businesses will try to convince you otherwise and will try to tell you that, you know, it is just like following a syllabus, but it's truly not. So that mentality of feeling like, why did things always come easy for me in other areas is really normal and something I feel like almost all of my clients that are high performers, high achievers have experienced. But the beautiful thing to know is that that's evidence. If you have always been good at things, the likelihood that you just somehow become this massive failure at business is slim to none. So it's really just reworking the mindset that it doesn't mean it's not coming easily. This just looks different than anything I've ever done before, where usually I've been in these situations that had a pre-prescribed plan, like courses or school or um, the corporate world where there was this like very clear way to do things and very clear succession plans. So hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully that gives you a little permission and hopefully it helps you change your mindset around the fact that things aren't going to just stop coming easily for you. They just look different in this space. I know we've talked about this before and it's just kind of like, I didn't care before. Like there was no timeline. It was, you know, just getting it done, figuring it out, working at it. And it kind of like, it still feels like it's so slow. Well, I think it's really interesting because like, even in just like hearing that, I'm just going to like reflect back to what you said, right? Before it was fine because there was no timeline. Here it's so slow. (laughs) Yeah. Meaning there's still a timeline attached to it, right? (laughs) Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, it's totally fine that it feels like that, but I do think it's good to be like, what would happen if I removed the timeline? Yeah. The only reason you're feeling any time pressure is because you're like, oh, we're halfway through, right? Yeah. But like that really means nothing in the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah. It also doesn't mean we're not going to continue. It also doesn't mean there's not, you know, 500 ways that could play out next, right? Yeah. But I wonder if that feels like it's an impactful piece is like the timeline associated to like coaching or the podcast or whatever, or if you just feel like it's pressure because of something life related or what's the piece there that makes you keep kind of putting that pressured timeline on top of it? Like it's, it's definitely, ha- it has to be a combination of like, you know, the length of time I've been trying to do this. But yeah. then I think that the podcast also has something to do mm-hmm. with it because I feel like guilty about, you know, your coaching's amazing. And then the lack of results I'm able to bring to the table. Well, I just, I mean, and, and I really am not saying this to like blow smoke up your ass. Like if you really weren't, if you really sucked, I would be happy to tell you that. <laughs> but um, you know, I really just don't see this as a lack of results. Like, I, I think that, you know, we've been working together for three months, right? Yeah. You've gotten a client. Yeah. You built out all your offers, your whole funnel, your whole sales process, right? You closed down a business. (laughs) Yeah. You totally shifted your mindset. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, could it go faster? A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Is it really going like as slow as I think that your brain is telling you? I don't. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, it does. It makes sense. But yeah, sitting here and just feeling it. I mean, it's so hard. Like, hearing it from you is different. But like, me being like, oh, you know, it's it it makes sense. Well, I mean, listen, I would just think about it like this. I'm number one is this is a really big one. And it really pisses me off, to be quite honest. But like, 
most people in the coaching industry are not making 10K months in three months. Yeah. Like that is just not a thing that's happening for most people. Yeah. But we look at the whatever 1% of people that that happened for. And we go, why am I not like them, right? Yeah. And the only reason that's true is because it's in your face all the time. In your real estate business, you don't spend time looking at what did the one top 1% of um, in that real estate investors make in their first six months in business. No. Like no. you have, no, you probably don't even have a guess at what that answer is, right? Yeah, I have no idea. And like also who the actual fuck cares, right? One thing I noticed that is so easy to do is put crazy timelines on ourselves. So often we'll hear others say, well, I did this in this amount of time and I did this in this amount of time, but we really don't know the backstory to that, right? And so we take that little bit of information, put it on ourselves and decide if I don't get successful that quickly, I'm failing. But the truth of it is you're only hearing from maybe the top 1% of success stories sometimes, and you really don't know the backstory. So I'll just share for me, one of the truths was I made 20K my second month in business, right? But if, if I were to tell you the whole backstory, well, it would take a whole podcast, but I mean, the truth is I had run an online business before that. I had years of business building and experience and strategy and knowledge built up. I'd been working on my mindset for years at that point, right? Like it was very quickly and had been 10 years in the making, you know what I mean? And so sometimes we're just so, so, so tough on ourselves. And it's like that question I asked Monica, like, are you even paying attention to what the very top of the top of real estate investors are doing? And of course the answer is no, this space just kind of makes it so that everything is in our face all the time. But what I know for sure is that taking those really pressure-filled timelines off yourself is such a difference maker in actually being able to move forward faster. And so the only reason I illustrate that is because I think that like nothing's wrong with this. Like in your, and we've talked about this before, but I really think it's important to say again, in your past two businesses, you weren't three months in going, what happened here? Yeah, (laughs) I know. And I get that for you, it feels, feels longer than three months. So I don't mean to make light of that either. Right. Yeah. But I do think that's even a reframe for you where it's like three months of like an actual business in the sense that like before you kind of were bouncing around a lot and not really like it felt like you were working, but you weren't like publicly doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So it'd be like almost like <laughs> in your cleaning business, if you were like, I'm, you know, practicing by cleaning my own house. So I've been in business for three years. <laughs> I'm teasing. Yeah. But you see what I mean, right? Like your cleaning business start when started when you like started putting it out there and wrapping your car and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah so I want you to like, number one, I want you to pick a realistic time frame in your head of like, when did this business really start? Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you're totally right. Cause it was once we started working together and everything else got consistent. Cause before it wasn't really, you know, it was an idea. It was, a random post here or there, but it wasn't anything consistent or even, yeah, or even really knowing what I was going to offer anything. So definitely three months. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, dang. Okay. I see what happened there. Right. Um, but that, again, that's just so good to remember. I mean, I just think about that with so many things in my life. Like I think about when I went to business school, like it was such a long process because the application process is so intense. It takes a really long time. You have to wait to hear. 
Then you finally get in. By the time I like got into business school, I felt like I'd been in business school for a year. (laughs) Okay. Does that make sense? But like, that is not the truth, right? Yeah. And so my point is I honor you and I get what you're saying where it's like, I feel like I've been thinking about this business for a year. Yeah. But like thinking about it and running a business are very different things. And when you keep saying in your head, I haven't gotten results in a year. Yeah. Like, damn, that's a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. And and that just isn't actually true. <laughs> like, and we do like to tell ourselves stuff that's true. But you see what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. So that's number one. Number two is what results did I expect to have in three months? I expected to have clients. Okay. So like, what would that mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think I ever really had like, I'll be making X amount of dollars in X amount of days. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just so badly want to be coaching people because, you know, and then that comes back to like, oh, well, why, you know, why was I so shy to sell kind of thing if that's the one thing I want to do? So I think it was just wanting to have clients so that I could, I could actually do this. So I think that's really useful because. I'm kind of a big fan of like create the feeling you want to have before you have it. Yeah. So I think that that could be like, that's what I want you to think about is like, why do I want to coach so much? Like I, what do you, what, what's the thing there? I mean, I know what it is for you. Like you want to feel fulfillment in this business. You want to be helping people, right? Yeah. So what can happen is that we see that on the other side of our marketing. Okay. On the other side of our videos, on the other side of our calls, whatever. I could go on and on, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, I help people just as much in my videos. Okay. I help people just as much with the content I put out. I am just as fulfilled by knowing that four people watched my video yesterday and got something out of it. Okay. Now, is there a different level to one-on-one coaching? 100% hands down. I'm not trying to make light of that, right? Yeah. But if you keep feeling like my ability to help people is on the other side of all of this, instead of my ability to help people is here and now in this moment, Mm -hmm. you're going to constantly feel like you're not doing it right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it does so much. So it's like, I have to write content, but what I really want is to be serving people. Fuck that shit. Your content serves people, right? Yeah. And and the reason I said, what did you expect is because I think that sometimes, and it's funny because I, I actually was sort of expecting you to answer that way, which is like, sometimes we don't even know what we expected and we didn't even really mm-hmm. have an expectation, but like, no matter what we feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. It's like, it's like, well, I don't know. I just wanted it to feel better by now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think like, it'd feel like this. Yeah. Right? It's like, cool. How do we make it feel better? Yeah. I love that you said that about like, like, okay, so I just want to like help people in business. I want to coach them. And then it's like, take, well, why don't I take the opportunities now to get in that feeling like the videos and like the content to want to feel that way. And I think that's a good reminder because it's kind of like a step in my business where it's just like, you're just doing it, but it's like, no, go for that feeling. And I think that's really important. Exactly. I mean, and you know this from Happy Magic, but like that's like the whole point of manifesting too. It's like you feel what it would feel like to have the thing. And then it's so easy for the thing to show up because there's not this big like gap or resistance or like desperateness for it. Right. Yeah. I think that um, just as an example, I'll tell you for me what I had done is when I started my business, I took on three coaching clients for free for three months. 
And I'm not at all suggesting you have to do that. I don't actually know that that's the right approach for you, but it may be if that feels good. But the point was, I felt like a coach, right? Yeah. I was like, cool, I'm a coach that has clients. (laughs) Yeah. Were they paying me? No, they were absolutely not. (laughs) But that, whatever that you can cultivate that feeling of is like, I am someone who makes an impact. I am someone who feels fulfilled by this impact I'm making. I am someone who helps other people. Whatever that piece is that's important for you. Yeah. Your power only and ever lies in cultivating that feeling now. Does that make sense? Like that's where we get powerful is feeling like I'm amazing before everyone else tells me I'm amazing. Feeling like I am making an impact before clients showing up tells me that's true, right? Yeah. I mean, so I've been trying to like meditate. I feel like I struggle with it, but that's one of the things is like the feeling. And so I, when I'm visualizing like, okay, coaching and like doing these things, like uh, sometimes it comes easy, but then other times it's like, well, I don't know the feeling, but then you're right. Like on those, like even the messaging calls when I'm coaching them and they're walking away with something and I know that I've helped them. It's like, I'm forgetting to like, remember that feeling and bring that with me when I'm, you know, wanting to manifest it or whatever, because I just feel like maybe it's not a paid client or whatever. A hundred percent, because you can find the like, whatever, um, missing piece there, right? Where it's like, but I can't visualize that because that didn't become a paid client or something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's not that, I I just want to be so clear because I really like, I hate it when we try to like trade impact for income. When we're like, well, it's so much more important to feel impactful. So just like go feel impactful, fuck the income. Mm -hmm. I do not mean that in any way, shape or form. (laughs) Yeah. Like we are about you making more money and I want that to happen, you know, as soon as possible. But the point is that is less important to you. I think when you're really talking about it, what's so important to you is feeling like you have clients, feeling like this matters, feeling like what you're doing is useful, feeling like you're doing work that's fulfilling, right? Yeah. And so you have to go after what's really important. Do you remember that conversation where you that we had about sales and you were like, yeah, I mean, it's like if it was so Ophelia could eat, I would yeah. just get over my shit probably, right? Yeah. And so that's that's okay that that isn't motivating you on that level is what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you have to find what does. You have to find what makes you want to be like, I'm I'm feeling like this today. Like this is happening. Like I am fucking pumped, right? Yeah. <laughs> Staying empowered while you're pursuing your goals is one of the most valuable things I can ever teach a client because what can happen when we're building a business from square one is we feel like we're at everyone else's mercy, kind of like if someone takes me up on a call, if this content, you know, gets liked by this many people or whatever, and it can be this really disempowering cycle that we stay in for a really long time. We're like, we're dependent on everyone else for how we feel and forgetting what we want. So asking yourself, what is the feeling I want and how do I create it every day is such an incredibly powerful way to stay empowered while you're pursuing your goals and to not make all your goals rest in the hands of someone else. That never feels good and is the quickest way to burn out and to stopping. So ask yourself that every day. What is the feeling I want and how do I take responsibility for creating it today? And you will see such shifts in your business. And I think what we do to ourselves is say, well, that feeling will come when I get the client. 
Yeah. But I mean, you have gotten a client and I don't even think that brought that feeling quite honestly, right? Well, you know what's funny? That episode (laughs) aired today and I was just like, (laughs) oh my God. And okay, so (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, Funny, okay, so I've been like, I don't know if this is, I like I I might just be being really weird right now, but I like okay. saved that money and I was like, I haven't touched it yet because I'm like I'm I kind of just want to save it. I don't know, like mm-hmm. I don't think I celebrated the client really. I was like, oh yay, fun, great, next, and then here we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, thank you for sharing that. I I think that is so true because you have backed yourself into a bit of a corner right Mm -hmm. clients will make me happy clients are what i thought i would have by now clients are the thing right yeah and like listen don't fucking get me wrong again they're important in your business yeah it's like but even when i got one it didn't feel that good i haven't actually spent the money or pretended like that even happened and i barely celebrated at all yeah So I'm backed into a corner because I think this thing will be the thing, but then I get the thing and I like really try to pretend like it didn't even happen. Like so much so that I hide the money and won't even spend it. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So you're putting yourself in a bit of a lose-lose situation. So what's the way out? Like, I mean, you tell me what you feel like that answer is. You know what? It's funny. I think I'm going to listen to that call again. Cause when I, when I listened this morning, I got so excited and I think I'm just going to like replay it and celebrate and go do something yeah. with the money. Like, yeah. you know, pretend it's happening now. Yes. Like relive it, be in it. Right. Yeah. I think that's huge. I also think the, the secondary piece of that too is to ask yourself like, so what is the feeling I want now? Okay. What's the answer? Oh, I'm, I'm like thinking. Really, I'll write that down for later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like the excitement, and I know I I yeah. am really excited, but it's the excitement filled with like seeing someone else's, you know, business or dreams coming to life too. Which was, you know, my messaging calls and a part of that, you know, that intensive I did, and so that's the feeling that I want. Hmm. And so, how are you going to get it this week? Obviously this, but like the thing we just talked about, but like on a week to week basis, like tomorrow, how are you going to give yourself that feeling? Um, so I think the first thing that comes to mind is just start doing videos again and really connecting in that way mm-hmm. with, with who's watching. Cause I know, I know that was something I loved and it's just something I stopped. So I think just starting there and just, you know, everything that I'm doing, just focus on that feeling, even though it's not the client, but knowing that my content can help someone. Totally. I think that, I don't know if I'm saying this in the way I mean to, (laughs) to convey the importance that it, that it feels for me. But like, when I realized that like, I could look at my business from a high level, I could cultivate the feelings I want now. I could take charge of all that, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything changed. When, when we feel bad in our business is where it feels like we're at the mercy of if someone says yes, we're at the mercy of if someone responds to our post, we're at the mercy if um, our business coach tells us to take the next step on and on and on, right? Yeah. And when you like fully step into that power of like, I am the CEO, 
I am the one that gets to decide how I feel today. I am the one that gets to do whatever activity gives me the feeling I want today. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who gets to bring the feelings I want to the activities I do, whatever, right? Yeah. You're, you're fucking unstoppable. Yeah. Right. When, When you fall back into like, hopefully someone gets on a call with me this week. You just step right out of your power, right? And I'm not saying that you're thinking that, but just as an example, right? Yeah, exactly. You just make yourself like feel super, super small. Mm-hmm. When you're like, no, I want to make an impact this week, so I'm going to go make an impact this week. Like for me, I was like, I want clients, so I'm going to just get a bunch of free clients, right? Yeah. Like that is where you will step into this next level version of you as in your coaching business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like you have in the other businesses. And this is where it'll feel like, oh, things do come easy to me because I am in charge. <laughs> yeah. Right? When things feel uneasy in our business, a lot of the time it feels it's because it feels like it we're on someone else's timeline or at other people's mercy or whatever. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, beautiful. So here's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> gonna annoy the shit out of you and I'm gonna check in with you in base camp every day like what do I want to feel today and how am I gonna do it it's a good reminder Mm -hmm. it is right yeah (laughs) you're like that'll be fun um (laughs) no but I'm really gonna like have like I'm gonna ask you that every day in base camp okay and I want you to like report in not in like this report in kind of way but like Mm-hmm. Just because I want you to have the space to think about the answer to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And then if the answer is, I don't know, cool, we can brainstorm that, right? Yeah. But the answer is never like, I just don't get what I want. <laughs> yeah. That's never, ever the answer. It's like, well, I want this, but I can't have it. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that feel pretty good? It does. Cool. Okay, I want to make sure we don't get off this call because one thing we did want to talk about was those promo posts. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure we don't jump off without that. Tell me what you thought of my comment back to you. Okay, so that I had I didn't think about it in that situation at all. And so what I really um, just started brainstorming on a document was like, where are they now? And I actually reached out to two of the people that I had done calls with, but had that did express this as being like one of the areas they wanted help on. And just to kind of get like a few questions on like, well, you know, do you have an offer? What do you think your offer? A yeah. couple things just so I could, yeah, so I could feel like how they're feeling. And then I think I'll come back and I'll, and I'll rewrite them. Um. Oh my God. Like, can we just give you credit for that? Like, I was like, I don't know if this is how your people, like where your people are at. And you're like, cool, I'll just go find out. Yeah. Oh, thanks. No, but how good is that? Right? Like, or, can you give yourself like some credit for that? That, that is like you being a CEO. That's not you being like, okay, well, maybe I'll change it. Maybe Lacey's right. You're like, cool. I'll just go find out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like my my mocking voices? So yeah, the best. <laughs> <laughs> but to be clear, not mocking you, but just that thought process and mentality of like, well, I don't know. But it's like, no, I do fucking know. And if I don't, I'll just go ask people. Yeah. Yeah. And like so quickly, like we talked about that at like whatever eight o'clock last night, and. You're already like on it. Let me go figure this out, right? Yeah. That is like this powerful mentality that we're talking about with the like, what do I want to feel? Like you were like, I just want the answer to this. I'm just going to go get it. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to get the post done, so I'll figure it out. Yes, that is so good. I'm so freaking proud of you. Thank you. So otherwise, I think they were great. I just think we want to make sure we're talking to them where where they're at. I know that personally, I have a tendency to talk to myself a lot. Meaning like, I'll write a post and be like, that is so good. And then I'm like, (laughs) oh, that was because I wrote it for me. (laughs) Oh, God, I do that all the time. (laughs) And like... It's cool because my clients are often like some version of me along the road, but like they're not where I am now. And so if I write a post mm-hmm. to me where I am now, like they're usually like, huh, that doesn't really resonate, but cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's funny. <laughs> but, but I mean, I save it for myself and I really enjoy reading it. But <laughs> as far as time spent writing content, I'd really like for it to be for them. And so just keeping that peace in mind for you of like, where are they at versus where am I at? Right. Cause that one post you wrote was so for you. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Totally. Okay. Beautiful. Well, let me know in Basecamp what they say. Once you do that market research, we'll rewrite it slightly. You keep me posted on how that feels. But I mean, I think like this all goes so beautifully with the challenge because that like, I want to feel impactful. I want to make a difference. Like I want to be out there as a coach. Well, the challenge really facilitates that in a lot of ways too, right? Yeah, definitely. So I think you're totally on the right track. You're just going to like bring that mentality to it a little bit more. Okay. So let me just recap for one second. I want you to do more of that like high level visioning. Like what is my full process here? What can I go deeper on? I'll tag you in that worksheet. I want you to go celebrate the shit out of that and buy yourself something with that money. Okay. (laughs) And I want you to do your videos. Okay. And then I'll check in with you every day in Basecamp. Does that sound good? Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. You're amazing, my dear. You're doing so wonderfully. I never, ever want you to think for one second that I don't think you're doing wonderfully because if I do, I will tell you and I don't. (laughs) Okay. Thanks so much. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully confident.